RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Red Pill 78. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this is another edition of Red Pill News for Saturday Night Livestream. Joining me in the studio tonight, a good friend and returning guest, Mr. Paul Preston. The man, the myth, the legend behind the efforts to secede from the state of California and create the new California state, our 51st state in this beautiful union. A Republican stronghold. Conservative, certainly. Who knows? Anyways, Paul has a ton of updates for us. He's actually multitasking tonight. Him and his organization are also premiering Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 Mules tonight. So I just want to say thank you very much to Paul for taking the time out to be here with us tonight. I know a lot of people are very excited to hear what the latest is with New California. Heck, I know that I am. Do me a favor. Don't forget to like and share this broadcast. Help us get it out there on our favorite social media platforms. We got Truth Social. Maybe you're on Twitter still, maybe Facebook, Clout Hub, who knows? Help us, share it. Certainly Gab and Getter. All right, without further ado, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. Right now is the best time to start setting goals for the next cycle of inflation. This way, you're always moving forward, growing, making money, not losing it. Imagine having more freedom and more fun. You can start a gold IRA right now today with Noble Gold and begin to immediately start fighting inflation. And this month, for every IRA above 20K, you're going to get this incredible 3-ounce solid silver American virtue coin. It's completely free, and it's their thank you for getting signed up. Can't go wrong with Noble Gold. Give them a call today at 877-646-5347 or visit their website in the link below at noblegoldinvestments.com and learn more today. Once again, that's noblegoldinvestments.com. Give them a call. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Right. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. And please join me in welcoming my returning guest, Mr. Paul Preston. Paul, how are you tonight, sir? Great, Zach. It's really wonderful to be back with you and your group. Awesome, man. I am so happy to have you here. We were just talking before the show started. I think the last time you were here was uh, not too long after the 2020 election. So we were all in a bit of a daze. And, uh, you know, (laughs) man, who would have thought the direction our country was going to go in? I mean, certainly people were making, uh, you know, predictions, (laughs) like worst possible case scenario predictions. But you know, things are not necessarily as bad as they seem. I, I think I, I see a lot of good things happening out here in the country. Certainly the people at the helm or the people who appear to be at the helm, the puppets that are working for the puppet masters, Joe Biden and his administration, they're certainly doing everything they can to try to drive this ship right into the biggest iceberg they can possibly find. But thank God we have people like you, uh, patriots all across this country that are working to kind of uh, turn back the clock and all that negative stuff that's happening. So I know we've got a lot to discuss, but uh, tell me, how have you been since the the last time you were on the show? Well, I've been doing fine, uh, working really hard with the New California State Movement. It's literally 24-7 for myself and uh, what we call our staff. Everybody's volunteers. We don't have any paid positions or anything like that, so it's all hand-to-mouth type of stuff. So keeping things going, you know, we had a convention, um, had a couple of conventions, convention eight and nine, and convention number eight, we had Sidney Powell. And I was relaying to you just before the show that within 15 minutes of me saying Sidney Powell was going to appear at our convention on my radio show, YouTube destroyed me, (laughs) took me off. (laughs) 
all 15 years of my videos gone, oh. everything gone. I could, oh, I'm but, so I'm but, so sorry to hear that. I, I my heart goes out to you. I know exactly how yeah. that feels. It's like the <laughs> sickening feeling in the pit of your stomach. It is. It is. Oh, but I God. still have all the programs, all the shows. So good. Um, you know that was a that was a blessing that I had everything backed up. But uh, we've been uh, really pushing back really hard on Gavin Newsom and the totalitarians out here because uh, what people need to understand, we are living the nightmare of totalitarianism right now in California. This is it. This is the prototype. This is what they, you know, Joe Biden said he wanted all the states to be more like California. You know, remember that he said that. And of course, this is the direction what you're seeing out here. You know, they're now talking about introducing legislation for infanticide. Mm -hmm which is known as AB 2223. And this is coming up this week again. And what this means is that you can actually abort babies when they're six months old. Now, I don't know how that abortion is going to look. I call abortion murder, but now what is this extra murder? You know, uh, six months old. This is what they say. Um, So this is just the, the kind of craziness that's going on. But when you take a look at it, all the other totalitarians, whether you're talking about Stalin, Mao, Hitler, they've all done this stuff that we're seeing right now, the, the programming, um, the mind control. We're talking about, you know, with the, with the COVID business, all that stuff, the masking, social distancing, all that has been played out before in history before. They're now just applying it to the United States. California, the hardest, I think, even though it's been difficult in other places. But I'll tell you. These people have spent more money in California as a government than any state ever in the union combined. Uh, uh, as an example, and they don't even care about the money being not accounted for. Our EDD, the Employment Development Department, had, uh, are you ready for this, about uh, almost over a trillion dollars that was put into it by the federal government. And with a year, with little over a year, the EDD had managed to, to get rid of $850 billion, and no one knows where it went. There's no that, audit trail? <laughs> no audit trail. They don't know where it went. Oh, my now, God. We, we, know, we know because we have contacts all over the world. We know it went to China. Oh. They, they literally laundered uh, almost a trillion dollars to EDD. And, and, and even today, there's investigations, but there's, not so, yeah, there's nothing to see. It's just, it's just $850 billion. You know, Zach, I don't know about you, but I think I would personally miss $850 out of my wallet. Oh, yeah. I think I would. But this is this is what it's like in the state of California. And it's a clear dictatorship because Gavin Newsom still has all the executive authorities um, that he was guaranteed on March. Uh, I think it was March 4th or March 17th, 2020, when he was granted the executive powers to basically take over the legislature and take over the judiciary and become a dictator and we're still under the under the throes of that right now the legislature is a do nothing you don't see them di- uh, legislature they don't even know how to act many of the, many of these legislators are just kids they're, they're 25 26 years old and they're supposed to you know how much really there's only a few competent 25 and 26 year olds that i know of and i'm sure you do that could actually take on assembly position or a senate position in the state of california and when they go to the hearings they sit there with their cell phones and they're playing the social games on their cell phones during the hearings when people are coming up with serious problems they want to have oh. fixed. I mean, it's just a joke. It's absolutely a joke. But um, we've been doing really well in growing New California State. We're very, very close to statehood. You know, I, I, I know that that sounds a little like, like you know, pie in the sky never happened. It actually did happen once before in history, and that was with West Virginia. And we're following that exact model right now. And at this point in time, California, I'll hold this up for people to see. We've actually declared California in a state of default constitutionally. That's our first step to saying, California, it's over. We're going to open it up to the public and we're going to declare you a non-entity as a governing body. Doesn't mean we're leaving the union. The union is solid with California and the federal government. That was because we were brought in under a real constitution that was filed in 1849 and 1850 with the federal government. We formed a compact, as new states coming in would do. It, you cannot break the compact. You can break the, the government but within, but you cannot break it. So we're going to do like West Virginia did at the time of the Civil War when West Virginia 
had to, was separated away from Virginia. Virginia went with the Confederacy, mm-hmm. and they ceased to be a government for Virginia. The, the compact for Virginia was still there with the federal government. The government left. And we're, we're, our position is because California does not provide for Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution, a Republican form of government, keeping us safe from invasion, hello, the, the open borders of this business, and also enticing people, and of course, safety from violence. They don't provide that any longer, so they basically are a government that's out. And we are going to do exactly what West Virginia did at this moment. They created a restored government of Virginia. And we've already started the process of of putting together a restored government of California. In the next month and a half, you're going to see this all go into play as we become the restore a restored government of California. It's not necessarily all of new California, but elements of the new California movement will move into the governor's position. We'll move into the Lieutenant governor, the, the attorney general, secretary of state will have assembly. So we'll have a mini government, sort of like at exile for the state of California, but we'll restore good governance to California. And at the same time, it'll put us in a position where we can go and take our work that we want to have done with the Congress uh, through a resolution. They'll grant us a resolution. We'll move on to Congress. And I think that after one year, especially after this 2022 election, you're going to see a Republican government in the House of Representatives and certainly in the Senate yeah. And I, they'll be more than happy to approve New California's plan for statehood. Well, a good friend of mine, J.R. Majewski, was just uh, uh, he was just elected in the primary as the uh, Republican candidate for Ohio's ninth district in uh, in, in Ohio. Uh, and, you know, what happened with him getting elected or, you know, winning the primary and moving past all of these established uh, Republican politicians it's happening all over the country, and we have this kind of groundswell. I think this is the red wave that we've all been waiting for. And so come January 2023, we are going to have a whole new slate of politicians. It's not just going to be your standard Republican majority. This is going to be a super majority, and a good number of those people are going to be exactly the type of American patriots that we need to have in office so that we can get what you're trying to do done. Now, you said something very important there. And every time I've had you on the show, I've tried to get you to lay down a timeline, and I know that there's a lot of moving pieces, and I know that you have to do, you know, A before you can get to C and D, but you said a month and a half. Explain to me what's going to happen in a month and a half. (laughs) Well, uh, California is is technically also uh, in financial default, and um, it has what's called a structural deficit of about anywhere between five and $20 billion dollars. And uh, that that means that from the get go, when they form a budget, they've got to be thinking that they're twenty billion dollars in debt before they can spend another dollar. The question is, where are they going to get the money to operate at the levels that they've already operated on? They were able to get a bailout in uh, in twenty twenty one from the the COVID business. That kind of kept them going, but it didn't uh, prevent them from having the structural deficit. The problem that they have now is be, if you watch the NASDAQ, as we watch the NASDAQ hourly on new, in the new California state movement, the NASDAQ is plummeting like crazy. It's going to continue to, you know, there's been margin calls at, at, uh, at 12,099. Uh, now you're going to get 11,099. They're getting down to that level. And it's going to go even further south. So what that means is the capital gains uh, money that's yielded uh, for California's tax base is going to disappear. So they're going to find this out. They're finding it out right now. We're already getting calls from legislators going, hey, you guys were right two years ago when you said this was going to happen. What's going to happen next? And I said to one guy yesterday, I said, it gets like a thousand times worse now. And he said, what? I said, yeah, you're all really in terrible financially. So we figure we're making our move now. We're actually got meetings. We were going to have our our constitutional convention at the end of June. um, And we invited Donald Trump. And uh, we've been in talks with the Trump people. So he's coming to California. He said this the other night um, in Nebraska. And um, we know that he said basically the same words that we've been trying to tell his people. So we know that that's a good connection. Uh, We are planning that he's going to come out probably in the later part of August. That's going to give our teams together a time to get together to get this restructured um, government up and running. 
and then get the final draft that we have going for our own constitution. And we'll have a, a, a constitutional convention at the end of August. But in the meantime, we're going to the California state people this month and we're putting them on notice. They're all getting everybody who's in the legislature, any, every bureaucrat, they're all getting one of these. Everyone's going to get one of these and other letters that are going out. Now, we also have the criminal investigations part going on this. So they've got a double whammy. That double whammy comes from we've been serving declarations and affidavits on county officials all throughout the state. Because we have 56 of the 58 counties chartered into New California, we have vast reach in the state. And we have been delivering and going to um, communities and asking them to sign legal affidavits, which are complaints against the literally illegal complaints, criminal complaints against elected officials, especially if they voted in things such as the COVID masking and all this other stuff. And they got money as a result of it. I mean, they, they're, they, they violated their oath of office. We have put out about 15,000 of these affidavits on people. The minimum we have before we present it to the sheriff for prosecution, we have to have 100 people come forward, write up their document, and write up the reason why they think they've been harmed. We present it to the, to the this county person, whoever the, the state official is or the county person. They have five days to respond. They don't respond. We go to the sheriff, and we ask the sheriff to conduct a criminal investigation of that person. Now, so far, we have managed. This is our successes. We've managed to get three county clerk recorders that upon presentation, upon presentation of these affidavits, in three days, they resign. In one of the cases, the person resigned, listen, the person resigned still with three years left on her term in office. Wow. Let me ask you this. Are they resigning just because they would rather not deal with the headache because they know what's coming? Are they resigning because they don't want to be criminally liable for stuff? All the above. And that first <laughs> one was exactly what this woman said to one of my friends that I don't want to deal with this. I'm out of here. And so she literally, then, then uh, we heard later on how concerned she really is. Why? Because the sheriff showed up in her office after getting the, the complaint letter that we put against, we always give the sheriff a charging sheet. We're very nice about this. Not only do they get the affidavits where they show that they didn't sign, but we give them a charging sheet. I'm going to make it easy for you. Yeah. What? And it works. It works. Oh, oh I love and it. So I hope you guys sheriff- are paying attention. You need to be doing this every state. <laughs> That's oh, right. We've, we've been telling people this. And the people aren't listening. They want to do it their way. You know, stubbornness. Anyway. I get it. So the sheriff you know, caught wind of this when she resigned. He's going, well, what is it? So he walks down there and says, show me the ballots. And she goes, I'm not showing you any ballots. Hmm. And he goes, what? So now there's a big investigation going on there, as you can well yes. imagine. It's a big one. And uh, so, you know, we're, yeah. So the next thing is we total uh, county clerk recorders who have resigned under duress or we're not running again. We're up to 17 county clerk recorders out of 58 that are resigned, um, not running again or retiring, taking early retirement. So that's a pretty good rate. But we also have a lot of school board members and uh, as teachers uh, who have been abusing the children during the masking. Oh, yeah. And during the social distance, some of this stuff is horrific. You know, I was an educator for 41 years. I used to enforce these laws. I am just so blown away by the viciousness of some of these teachers, uh, some of these administrators, the cruelty that they've been showing these kids. And uh, that's why we've just really put the pedal to the metal. We have several hundred people now in school boards that are under watch and we're signing affidavits on. So we had uh, in one in Calaveras County alone, we had three uh, school board members that they did the same thing within two or three days when we presented the, te- the declarations, they were gone. They just, one left the state. I mean, <laughs> packed up and left the state, left the state. I mean, this stuff is, you can't make this stuff up. It's just amazing what's been happening. This is um, too good. This is too good. One, and I'll mention the county, but uh, yeah, Humboldt County. Now you would imagine there it is, the Emerald Triangle, right? Right. All the all the corruption in the world, but you know there are there's a lot of conservatives in California. So our uh, is really interesting. Our county chair, he said, "I'm going to take this a little different. I'm going to use the declaration 
And I'm just going to write him a letter, write the county clerk a letter and see what happens. He this is the, he just declared he was running for the next term. So he gets the letter and he leaves town. <laughs> just no He's warning. Gone. He's just, I'm out of here. <laughs> so oh look at Zach. They all know what uh, we're pre-married. This is surreal. I'm outside our headquarters in Yuba City, California. We got a packed house. San Luis Obispo, they have over 100 plus people. Packed house all over the state. Shasta, all over with New Californians. Packed house. And I'm sitting there. How surreal is this? I'm talking to you. And we've got all these great victories. And, you know, these people in California all know the truth. And they know that Dinesh D'Souza is telling the truth. They know we're telling the truth. And, you know, that's bothering them greatly, obviously. But, you know, they're going to have to own it up now because it's getting too close. We are not going to get away from the 2020 election. Our job is to solve that problem before we even have a 2022 election. And if they persist, um, you know, we've been, Shirley Weber, our Secretary of State, has been holding weekly Zoom meetings, and we're going to get the records for these because she has been abusive to the county clerks, basically saying, you know, we've all got to stick to the same, stick to the same story, else we all sink, right? Mm-hmm. And so she did a little tour. She went around, um, and some of the people that we talked to, she was quite abusive as the Secretary of State to the county clerk report. This is just a little bit of what's going on, but um, things are really happening here. There's going to be a big change, and you know, uh, the the numbers don't lie when you do the algorithm against the real numbers and uh, you start to look at the massive fraud out here in California, which is, see, this is the center of it all. Oh, yeah. Silicon Valley. Oh, Silicon yeah. Valley is where you find Dominion and ESNS. All that stuff is out here. And then you have uh, this, the Secretary of State's office in Sacramento. Um, and it seems to, that Sacramento and the Sacramento County Clerk Recorder's office with the Secretary of State working together were actually the national hub for all this. Mm-hmm. And that's an important thing to find out now. Well, they, they honed Jeff- they honed their their skills and exactly what they were going to do uh, nationwide there in California. First of all, exactly yeah. for about twenty years, yeah. exactly. And uh, so they put it to play. Unfortunately, Donald Trump crushed them. Mm-hmm. You know, Donald Trump, and we're going to do the same thing if we have to vote this time. Everybody, go out and vote in person. Go out and vote in person. They're lying about how many people are taking the. Uh, mail-in ballots and mailing them in there. Uh, they say Orange County had a 98% mail-in ballot rate during the recall. Bullshit. You know, you, listen, the lines were wrapped around most polling stations in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Here's another little trick. In the recall, it was funny because people would go in, they'd have their ballot in hand, say, okay, give me a ballot. I'm going to vote. And the polling person would look and say, I'm sorry, sir, you've already voted. Yeah, yeah. So but, then they, so then you have to do the provisional ballot, and then who knows which well, ballot well, is minute. actually going to get counted. Yeah, but they already voted. And, of yeah. course, we figured out that they did a ballot dump, and all those people that, that had mail-in ballots put out, they automatically voted them for, for Biden. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they did. Yeah, But California's uh, numbers don't lie, and uh, Trump won California with 15,800,000 votes. And Joe Biden only had four. And what they had to do was flip 11 million votes. The day before they sent the 55 uh, electoral votes, we know this for a fact, up to to the Senate. So there's a lot of stuff that has to be put out there. We have the evidence. Clearly, we have the evidence. And we know we're going to prevail. Well, you know, I believe in what you're doing, Paul. I, I, I know you as a person. I know what you guys have, uh, you know, been up against there in California. And I just want to say to the crowd, if anybody thinks that they can't do this, okay, just look at what Paul and his people have been up against there. One of the most corrupt administrations in the entire United States, right there in California. And as we said, they honed their methods and uh, everything that they were going to do to cheat around the country there in California. They perfected it and then they exported it. And I just want everybody to realize that this steal was not on a single night or even a, a week or two in 2020. This was decades in the making. It took them a long time to uh, you know, hone uh, exactly how they were going to do this, to coordinate all of this stuff. 
with a variety of entities, with different uh, people in various positions throughout a variety of different governments across the United States. This was decades in the making. And the fact that you're un- undoing it, you're unraveling all of this uh, and that it's and it's only taken as long as it has. You know, I think that should be very, very heartening for people out there watching because it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's not going to be, you know, just you walk in and you say, hey, guess what? There was fraud. You guys have screwed us over. You've abdicated your responsibility. Just hand the keys to the kingdom over. That's not how it works. You know, there's a process to go through this. And although it might be frustrating to people having to, you know, watch it play out or maybe take part in it, if that's what you're doing, um, you know, that's just that's how it works. Unfortunately, you, you can't just have it switched all at once in, in a single evening. No, you can't. You know, I, I really appreciate you saying that because that gives me a lot of support because all of our people in New California listen to you. They, they're a big oh, fans. Right. I, well, I get, you know, hello. how's Zach doing? <laughs> when are you going to be on Zach again, you know, on Red Pill? It's That's really awesome. kind of funny. It's kind of a, so they're all right now captive with this other thing. So, but they'll get this in the, they'll hear about it. They'll listen. But right. um, no, I, I get this all the time because everybody, you know, they, they don't want to, they want it like it used to be. You know, they remember how the state used to be and it was a dreamland. I mean, there's no question about it. But, you know, that's when we did have a Republican form of government. Now this is what it looks like when you're on the on the verge of real totalitarianism. And these people mean business if they can get away with it. But we're not going to let them get away with it. We're going to we're going to fight them until the end when we win. And we're going to win pretty soon. And we're winning constitutionally right now that it's really hard for them to kind of keep up with what we're doing. We know that, um, you know, back when I used to coach football, they would have to have an understanding of how, how government is supposed to work if they were going to be able to keep up with you. And they clearly don't. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Anyway. So what they do is, is uh, they, they, I, I used to tell the kids I used to coach, you know, uh, when you're winning, don't lose. Mm-hmm. And you can just imagine high school students, that they're they're struggling at the end of a football game and they're actually in the lead and they've never had a lead before, they somehow always would try and find a way to lose, right? Mm-hmm. So finally, at one point when I was coaching, the first group of kids I had this with, I pulled them all aside and I said, guys, it's 30 seconds left. We're winning. Don't lose. Yeah. And that you know, they looked at me like, well, there's a concept. Don't mm-hmm. lose. <laughs> and, and that's what we have here. Everybody wants to be on the winning thing winning side, but they don't realize the game has complete. the goalposts have changed. Mm-hmm. You know, we're actually on a, we're on a baseball field, not a football field. We, yep. we should be playing football. Um, and you know, this is then they're the, at the end of the, the left field is a huge cliff that we're all supposed to run off of. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. That's what they're trying to do. And uh, we, we know we stand against them and we've had a lot of threats. We've had a lot of people um, with personal injuries. And, and again, what they've done out here, Zach, with the, the middle class and uh, middle middle class businesses, small businesses, but heck, you know, we used to have, um, we used to build 67% of the aircraft in the world out here in California. And, you know, we build zero now, mm. zero. Yeah. They've been, everybody's been pushed out, big industry, little industry, but this is what they want. They, they want the resources more than anything else, like the globalists want. Yep. And uh, they're not going to get that. The people are, and these, the people that are here, that have stayed here, we asked them to stand their ground when they become part of New California. And they're very resistant and they're very prideful. We are not budging. We're Americans. We're strong Americans. We believe in the Constitution. We believe in the Founding Fathers. And we are going to stick it out. And they're, they're going to lose. There's no question they're losing. So I, I'm more than happy to let them lose. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. So when you hold this constitutional convention in uh, late summer, uh, what's the next step after that? I mean, is there any possibility that the existing government in California says, you know, like hell, we're leaving and, you know, we're going to lock you guys up? Yeah, I we anticipate um, there is going to be some of that. The problem that they have is that they they have no financial backing anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, They have put themselves in a financial corner where they're not going to get any money from anybody. Wall Street right now will not loan to them. Normally when you have a, a government entity, you know, you have income that goes like this a lot. And at the dip, you know, you borrow from Wall Street so you can kind of level the playing field. Sure. We haven't been able to do that for the last three years because 
we don't have any audited financials for the state of California. So the spigot from Wall Street, the only state, there's 50 states, there's 49 that have turned in all their audited financials, but California hasn't. Wow. So Wall Street will not loan to them during these dip times. And that's really put them really behind. That's why they had that structural deficit over time. That just gets bigger. This year, it's between 5 and 20. And our financial people say it's going to be 20 at the end. Next year, it's going to be 45 to 85 billion next year. Mm-hmm. And that's just something they're not going to be able to get out of. So from a financial standpoint, they're done. And they're going to try everything they possibly can to steal from retirement systems and stuff. Uh, but we will stop that before it all begins. Listen, when the we the people movement rises up, that's the strongest thing you can do constitutionally. And that's what we're doing to stop them. We're absolutely stopping them with that. So that's why I say in the next month and a half, you're going to see some real dynamics, some real fireworks. When they start going off and they start yelling at me that I'm this, that, and the other, that's because I am. <laughs> I'm just, but I'm, I'm just being constitutional. We're just being constitutional. And it's really fun to be on this side of the Constitution. Absolutely. All right. Listen, Paul, we've got to take a break for the uh, second half of the show and uh, uh, run my sponsor. We'll be right back after this. If you've never heard the term sluggish blood before, you're going to want to listen up. If you have low energy, older looking skin, a lack of stamina or brain fog, you might be one of the millions with sluggish blood. And here's what happens. When your body isn't transporting blood effectively, you'll experience all these symptoms and more because your body transports 2000 gallons of blood through more than 60,000 miles of blood vessels every single day. You're going to love how you feel when your body does this effectively. But when it's having trouble, you may experience symptoms like brain fog, slower metabolism, and more. And that's why I'm a huge fan of taking this amazing powder. It helped me invigorate my own blood flow and reverse all those symptoms I mentioned. And the reason it works so well is because it's filled with eight supercharged food extracts. Shopping for these food extracts on their own is costly and time-consuming, but they're all inside just one scoop of this amazing powder. With just this simple addition to your diet, you'll help invigorate your blood flow that may result in a whirlwind of health benefits. After only a few days of adding it to my own routine, my energy, mental clarity, and skin all drastically improved. You won't realize how off you've been feeling until you try it for yourself. If you want to help improve your own health, youthfulness, and energy levels, then you're going to love this amazing new powder. And you can get it today for up to 51% off in the next 24 hours by going to Reds with Red or by visiting the link below. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. And Paul, you know, that statement that you made about the lack of an an auditable financial trail, I think that a lot of people find that very difficult to reconcile. And I'm just wondering how in the world could the government of California get away with something like that? I mean, I know that, you know, they are the top of the level in the state government, but who is supposed to hold them accountable outside of that? I mean, how is it possible that they could allow that to happen? Well, they allowed it to happen because California operates under two constitutions. Okay. The original constitution of 1849, um, and then also a constitution that's a corporate document, that's a corporation constitution. And that constitution is from 1879. And since then, they've been able to change the constitution of 1879, the the corporation. Are you ready for this? Amend or run propositions to change it. And this is our latest audit. We have another year we haven't done yet. Over 922 times. Holy jeez. And our Constitution of the United States has only been amended 27 times. Right. The 1849 Constitution up till 1879 had only been amended three times. Uh, that's a compact Constitution, not, an, not, a, not a, uh, a, a, a corporation, which is what we have. So under the corporate bylaws, if you will, of this Constitution, they can basically do anything they want. And so they've managed to make sure that all the people that want to get all the money from the Treasury are getting it. That's really what it is. So the first and foremost thing that's constitutional is making good on all the payments that have to be made to those people who got a a proposition through or were part of an amendment which had guaranteed income. And so that's where this has gone. It's just been runaway. So everybody's the word is, even though it's been really illegal and unconstitutional, the word in California is it's legal. It's constitutional. We have to pass a proposition to make it that way. That's the common thing. You know, I have a friend of mine who's a lobbyist 
And I was asking him the same question you were. And he's, this is a guy who was lobbying on behalf of people to make these things. And he just looked at me and said, well, it's the law. They can do what they want. And I'm going, it's legalized cheating, stealing. Absolutely. See, I mean, that's what it is. And so that's why they, they can get away with it. The federal government, there's no question the Biden administration had a working situation going on with California to money launder through the Employment Development Department, the EDD, $850 billion. There was, there's, we haven't dug into that um, thoroughly. Um, Elaine Howell, who was the California auditor for years, absolutely straight as an arrow. She was a Democrat. And man, she was as tough as nails on everything. She actually, before this whole thing came out, when she found out what the numbers were, she resigned. Beautiful, wonderful career for her. But she had a wonderful person. She resigned. She said, screw this. I, that, this, is, this, is out of, this is out of control. Mm-hmm. So when you start to see that level of resignation and these kind of things, when they're trying to fix the problem, um, you know that there's no hope financially at this point in time. So uh, now Wall Street recognizes this. So Wall Street will not loan. They can't. There's uh, in their, you know, in their corporate level areas, lending to a state, you have to have great finance, great finance. You have to have A plus plus. Triple A. Triple A. Right. And right now, as as I understand it, here comes our train. Okay. (laughs) As I understand it, uh, if they go and file currently an unauditable audit right now and it's illegal and they show there's fraud, the person who signs it goes to jail unless it's over one year. And if she doesn't sign it for one year, um, it just stands as a document that's never been audited. And that's the way it's done. It's never treated legally or anything like that. And the, But the, the consequences for the people of California is that, you know, when these times, when you really do need it, as it was uh, made, uh, con- constructed originally, we can't have that position now of enjoying a government that's actually fully functioning financially. Not even close. I mean, it's not even close. No, I mean it's in it's in shambles, quite literally. So this right. eight hundred and fifty billion dollars. This is this on top of all of the money that the state sent out to like people that were collecting unemployment in prison and stuff like that. I mean, no, that's that's part of it. That's part of it. They, okay, they, yeah, they used the prisoners as the front, and we came up with a calculation that you could get your EDD card and you could go buy a Maserati, Holy and they were shit. doing it. Maserati. They, they were buying Maseratis. They it's were waiting outside of Folsom Prison. As soon as I get That's out, right. That's right. <laughs> right outside of Folsom, just check it out. And, and the prisoners here in our local Sutter County were doing the same thing. We found that out. Then um, prisoners in other nations were doing this. They're all yeah. part of the gig. Okay, we ran some numbers and we said, okay, how many people really? How much money really went out with this? And we couldn't get past the $2 billion mark. Well, you know, okay, so now we've counted for $2 billion out of $850 billion. So mm-hmm. now we're down to $848 billion. Where's the $848 billion? Wow. Uh, but they'd go to Rodeo Drive. They'd buy a big, huge diamond. You know, in fact, the whistleblowers, the, this is the story, the whistleblowers on this whole scam that's given us this big story were the merchants on Rodeo Drive. No shoot. Wow. Yes, they wow. were. They were the merchants. They got together because, you know, the merchants there, they get together. They have their little associations. They have their teas and all this stuff. Yeah. And so they were sitting around one luncheon and, and they were talking about the EDD cars and, and how many sales they had. And all these kids, all these people would come in and look like they belong in jail. Right. Because they do. And <laughs> and they they're just flashing around cash. And so they said, what is going on here? So they. They called and got one of the Beverly, a Beverly Hills cop to come in and try the investigation. That's where it all started. Mm-hmm. So Rodeo Drive plays a big role in this, the EDD scam. Could you imagine that? Oh, who'd but have thought? They, <laughs> yeah. And they call a Beverly Hills cop. Eddie Murphy would be proud. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You can't wow. make this stuff up. I mean, no. It's just too I mean, good. it's like a movie. I mean, and, you it's know, like, and it's California. So, I mean, it's uh, right, very well. appropriate. I mean, somebody's <laughs> got to turn this into a, a, a film at a certain point. I mean, like once yep. the information comes out, you know, so let me ask you this. Once New California is broken off, are you guys going to have access to all of those records and to evidence yep. that can be used to prosecute people? Yep. And we fully plan to prosecute. Good. 100%. Very, very good. 
hundred percent, uh, we plan to prosecute and, um, we're going to help California. Don't get me wrong. California will be a great state again on its own. It'll have 20 million people. We'll be 20 million people. Uh, they'll only be about 10% of the land mass. We'll be 90% of the land mass. We will be managing all the natural resources properly because what they were able to do because of the governmental system is they were able to draw all the resources out of the, out of the rural areas, take away all the money that was supposed to be spent for infrastructure, like repairs of the dams and the viaducts and all this other stuff, roads and all that. They would take the $15 billion and spend it on the population centers, like in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and um, San Sacramento. That's how they did. That's how they funded those things. And of course, the Oroville Dam, we almost lost that in 2017. Oh, yeah. And almost, I would, I would have been a victim. I would have been dead if it had uh, the sheriff not called the, the whole thing and caused the evacuations. But uh, that's what happened there is that was a big discovery. We discovered it on Agenda 21 radio as we were going through everything. And uh, I was asking lobbyists downtown, I said, how long has this been going on where they take all this money? Because there was supposed to be $8 billion dedicated to Oroville Dam over years. And they said, well, there's a drought. No one needs that money anyway. We're just going to use it as we want. I said, well, you know, when it rains on a dam that has been needs repair, it probably is going to break it. Uh, right. You know, just that logic. But they've been doing this since Jerry Brown was first governor in the 70s. Because he used the when he get, came to when he came to governorship in the seventies, California used to spend seventeen percent of their money on infrastructures, new freeways, and things. But when he was done; it was less than one percent after eight years, oh. and it's been that way ever since. So you can imagine they've just had their eye on that pie for a long time. I mean, just the amount of money that must have come through that place. In so many different scams, you know, I just I wonder how many millionaires were created out of the giant grift from the California people. Uh, it's such a shame. Right. I, I like to look at it this way that, um, yeah, you know, that like I always tell people, you know, how do you how do you uh, how do you become how do you get a small fortune? You start out with a big one. And that's what these guys have got. They got a big fortune. A lot of these people end up destitute again. That's really what we find out. There's not really any of them that are really capitalizing on it. So goes the so goes the Maserati. So goes the prisoners. Right. That's right. That's right. You know, easy come, easy go. They're, go. They're, they're robbing Peter to pay Paul, and they just keep passing the buck. So, what about these people that have uh, have decided to step away from their positions rather than deal with the impending doom that you guys are going to bring down on them? Uh, do you have people that uh, are are going to run to fill those positions, or uh, do. do you have people stepping up? Yeah, we have people that are stepping up. And I think that actually for us, as I sense what's going on in New California, we're going to, after this movie tonight being broke, you know, all over the state, uh, we're going to have more people that see what we're doing in New California. Now they get it, they recognize it. Um, and they're going to step up to the challenge. We, we are encouraging some people to do that. We can't be political. We can't get into the politics of that. But uh, we want people to step in as New Californians. It's a, because they're, they're going to be operating under the new California government probably within the next you know year to 16 months, let's say. Mm-hmm. we got to get through that, that Congress hump. But once we get through the state thing, everybody knows what's going to happen with us. And uh, we'll have transition times and, and uh, things like that. But we want to have people that share the new California philosophy. We don't want the corrupt people. And we listen, Zach, we know who these corrupt people are. We know mm-hmm. who every single staff member is who's been in part of this. Um, it's pretty easy to look up on the internet and find out who's who, even though they are, they make their internet websites so confusing. You can't even find, you know, if you go to some of these counties, you can't even find who is the County clerk recorder. Right. Sometimes you can't even find out who the sheriff is. It's so, so hidden. It's just amazing. They don't want you to know who they are. Don't look here. <laughs> so uh, when, when you guys end up, uh, this is, you said this is going to go to Congress. Congress is going to have to have some say on this. You know, do you any idea how that's going to look? I mean, I realize it might be a little bit different now than it was when West Virginia became a state. But what are you anticipating? I'm anticipating that um, we're going to get granted the, the uh, we'll, we'll pass our own resolution, basically, the restored government of California. Mm-hmm. And at that time, what we're going to do um, is we're going to do what all the other states have, that have come on board have done in the past. Um, and there's a plan for this. And basically, we have two designated senators right now 
that'll be the, the state the representatives to the Senate. And uh, we're going to have them go to the Senate on some given day and be in a demand or request to be seated as the new California state senators with Mitch McConnell or whoever happens mm-hmm. to be the, the leader there. Uh, based upon historical precedents, that's always happened. Uh, listen, once that happens, the S hits the fan, as you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's just big. And then we're also sending as a first contingent, because we haven't had the passage yet in Congress, but we will send as a first contingent five members of the House of Representatives on the same day. So the big news day will be, you know, New California sent the representatives and they've never refused. And tradition has it that because the people are behind this, um, they cannot stop it. Mitch McConnell cannot stop the, the, the will of the people of New California and neither can they in the House of Representatives. So we anticipate we will have a Republican Senate and a Republican. Of course, the red wave is, is with us, yes. but we still have to get through the election. And I tell this to everybody, you know, when you're winning, don't lose. And if we want to choose to lose, then what's going to happen is we're going to have to allow this election to go on. And we're not going to allow the election to go on, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Yes. We're just not going to allow that. So we're doing everything we can. We have some things that we're going to do legally. Uh, we have another lawsuit that's coming. And uh, we have some other things that are going to be happening. And I'm not at liberty to discuss that. I don't want it, you to blow up your spot, Paul. I want you to be successful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we want to win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't lose. Exactly. Don't lose. Yeah. Don't fumble so in the end zone at the end of the game, no, no. obviously. <laughs> yeah, or throw an interception with 10 yeah. seconds left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Why sl- were you passing in the first place, you know? <laughs> just slow walk it, right? <laughs> yeah, just, just, just oh. take a knee. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but we, okay. we anticipate that um, when all that happens, we, you know, we will need the, the support of a president at some point. Mm-hmm. But as the process goes forward, Article 4, Section 3 of the Constitution says that you can, um, when you want to form a state from a pre-existing state, you have to have the permission of the legislature concerned, then that of the Congress. So this is a legislative thing exactly as voting is a legislative thing. No one can interfere with it. Uh, the, the governor, the president, nobody like that can interfere with anything that we're doing. Um, and the judiciary can't can't do that. You can't go and appeal as we would do to say the Supreme Court and say, make us a state. That won't work. That's just not the, the Supreme Court doesn't do that. or The courts don't do that. So Tim Draper initially tried to do this when he wanted to make three states back in 2018. And he 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 got it on the ballot. He got which is part of the executive branch. But somebody figured this out about Article four, Section three and sued him. And uh, the, the California State Supreme Court, the most liberal place on the planet, threw it out six to nothing and said, Tim Draper, you're totally wrong. You're violation of the Constitution. You know, he spent $12 million in three months trying to make that happen. $12 million. And um, that's the kind of stuff that people just don't think. There's been over 200 attempts to, to get to where we're at in California since 1849. And we're the first to be at this position right now. And we know what we're doing. We know what has to happen. We know what the, what the, what the timing, we know what the, uh, the sequencing has to be at this point in time. And I think that you'll probably see, I, I want to say three months at the most, you'll see um, our people coming forward and going to the Senate and going also to the house of representatives and representing new California state. Like I said, that's when the volcano, I, I think January, um, when everybody's brought in the, in the uh, you know, sworn in, I think that's the timing that's going to happen. We have some things and procedural stuff we have to do, um, which is going to take some time, but it's all going to get done because everybody's focused. We have an active legislature. We have an assembly, we have a Senate and they're very, very active and they're very, very good. You know, like I tell them, I said, <laughs> I'd no more take to you guys, the, uh, the other guys over you guys, you know, this California legislature, these guys that, sit there and play with their cell phones. Uh, you know, what's there, people are questioning about serious things. You know, like, you know, uh, hello, isn't infanticide serious? Yes, very serious. Very and here serious. you have these clowns, here you have these clowns playing with their cell phones. It's, a, it's really an insult, really an insult. And uh, they had 5,000 people down there about three weeks ago. And it was for a special day to, to meet with your legislature. And as a result, um, uh, they they finally had to cool it and stop it, 
uh, allowing people in to see and talk with the legislators because the legislators were so upset with the people. Because they were, they were getting upset. called out? <laughs> yeah, they were getting called out. Oh, I mean, man. You know, this is the kind of chicanery and craziness that goes on. But we, we have invited Donald Trump out. You know, we've been in touch with his people. And, uh, in fact, we delayed the first uh, June thing because they asked us to. So, hmm. we, you know, we still have to put some pieces. We have to put pieces of the puzzle together, though. Um, it, it's not a sure thing. Nothing is a sure thing, especially now with what's going on. Absolutely. But I think he... Uh, I think he wants to make it. He's not forgotten California. I think I want people to understand that. How can you get, how can you forget 40, 40 million people? Um, out of, and by the way, we're a strong red state. Mm-hmm. That's what, uh, that's what I think he's starting to realize and other people are too. So for us, it's a, it's a really good thing. So, uh, and how many electoral college votes will new California have really, you know, how many are going to get stripped away from old California? It'll, right now, the way it seems is that there's going to be um, there's going to be 26. Right now, we have 52 members of the House of Representatives plus the two senators. Um, that means 54 electoral votes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get 26 House members of the House. They'll have 26. We'll have 24 um, electoral 26 electoral votes total. Okay. I mean, 28. Excuse me, 28. So it'll split that way. But California will no longer have that big voting block, right? That right. electoral vote block. You know what else is awesome about this, Paul? You guys can can prove to the world that you can vote on a single day, and that you can do it with paper ballots only. And uh, people are smart enough to fart and chew gum at the same time, so they can count those ballots in a, in a twenty four hour period. And you're probably not going to have the same level of uh, chicanery that you had in in old California and the rest of the United right. States. Um, Powerful message. Somebody who's really uh, big about that is Rachel Ham, and she's been supported by Mike Lindell and Juan Osavin. And uh, she has done a really, really good job of making this very, very clear that we can vote in one day. When you can get 40 million people to vote in one day with paper ballots and have them all counted out, it's really a very simple formula. We used to do it years ago uh, when our population was much smaller, sure, but you know. Um, it, but it was proportional. It was still the same. We we're able to pull it off as long as you have a division of labor. That's exactly what it should be. Um, you, you know, you have a lot of trouble in a system where they won't even let you look at the ballots mm-hmm. after the election. And uh, they they absolutely refuse to do that. And that's been one of the biggest red flags that we have. Now, we have a big advantage in our our our, our lead attorney is a former a prosecutor from Orange County and also Butte County. His specialty was fraud. <laughs> 26 years of fraud. Oh, how <laughs> and, appropriate. Uh, yeah, he's actually been, he's watching the video and he's been chiming in on my, uh, on my, on my uh, messages here. Excellent. And I can see things like uh, Rico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got Ooh. that word out there. Good. Sedition. <laughs> yeah. So when that's you what we a, need. You know, we need we, right. the American people need to see people pay for the crimes they've committed against us. You know, I mean, we have been living in a, what's a, a, essentially a lawless society for so long. Obviously, two different tiers of justice. The people at the top who are breaking the laws never have to deal with the ramifications of what they've done to us. But meanwhile, people like us, you know, people are sitting in uh, Washington, D.C. in a jail cell without any due process. Uh, the American people consistently having the uh, the government reaching into your pockets, stealing everything that we have, things that make this country great. And, uh, you know, you guys have such an incredible opportunity out there to undo a lot of this stuff and show people what's possible. If you have truly representative government, people that care about you. Well, you know, the thing I always used to teach when I was a leadership instructor in high school and and junior college, I used to teach. The first thing I used to tell my my students was, if you want to be a great leader, the best skill you have is the listening skill. It's not hearing. It's listening, you know, which implies you're hearing something, you're thinking about it, and you're coming to some conclusions about what you're hearing, and it's going to reinforce a certain decision. Um, believe it or not, one of the better, uh, all presidents for the most part have been great listeners, even Obama. If you watch Obama, he, that's one, the only attribute I'll say good about him, he was a listener. Uh, he already had his preconceived ideas. Listening might have just been a stunt, 
but mm-hmm. great listener. These none of these people in California have that in the government here. In any level of government, do they have that? So that's the first sign of to me that they've really shut off to the people. And you know, last time I checked, we are the bosses. Mm-hmm. It's we the people. And you'll hear this from us. You hear from so many people now that we are the bosses. You know, we have God-given rights. We have responsibilities. And right now, we, the people in California, we're rising up to do just that. And that's exactly, if you take a look at the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence, it says exactly that, that we have a right and a duty, which means we have a responsibility to, to rise up and take this charge from them, which is exactly what, they're, what we're doing right now. And we've laid it all out. It cracks me up because one of the things we've said, this is... This, these documents we prepared came actually from our grievances. We read 140 grievances. And in the last page of this the whole document right here, we included the statements that we always make about um, our leaders. Now, listen to this. So I don't think they're going to call me an insurrectionist because it says this. It says, uh, the government of California, the current socialist governor, dictator, and monoparty system, along with local officials, are following a coordinated design with the intent to actively engage in acts of insurrection against the U.S. Constitution. We have said this for 140 weeks straight. We said it in our Declaration of Independence, and we're saying it here. So Beautiful. That's that's the cool thing. I absolutely love it. Can you get me a copy of that document? I'd love to see what you're uh, you're, you're, you're sharing with these people and what's got them on the run. Well, the the document can be seen if you go to newcaliforniastate.com, and it's right on the front page of New California State. And uh, I got to actually get going because everybody's I, getting up. I was just going to say, yeah. If you go and if you go and look at the very front page, it's got this right on it. Click on it, the whole thing comes up. And also look at the grievances because they're also a really big part. Okay, awesome. All right, you guys. Uh, uh, Paul has to run because he's got to uh, uh, round out the uh, premiere of Two Thousand Meals tonight. I'm going to be seeing it very shortly myself. Thank you very much for being here. I really appreciate what you're doing, and I'd like to stay in close contact with you as uh, you kind of oh, reach yeah. these additional milestones here over the next couple of months. Awesome, Zach. Thank okay. you very much. All right, thanks for being here, Paul. And uh, everybody, go check out NewCaliforniaState.com. You can find that in the description below. Have a great night, Paul. All right, you guys, uh, we've only got uh, a couple of thank yous. I need to say thank you to uh, Low Country Brooklyn over on Rumble and then WC Crane Op over on Foxhole. He said, snack time. I saw some people that were a little bit concerned about my tan as well. You guys, I'm not spending more than three hours outside in the sun uh, every single week. That includes me doing yard work and stuff like that. Uh, I just get really dark in the summertime if I have any time in the sun at all. So don't worry about it. I'm going to be fine. And if anything, um, you know, if something happens to me, I'm fine with it. Okay, God's going to take me when it's my time. And in the meantime, I'm just going to continue to live life. All right, you guys. Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, Amon, you missed it. But um, just a second. Uh, Yeah, you know what? Uh, You guys, uh, we're going to watch 2000 Mules on this channel once they release it for free. Uh, I didn't feel right broadcasting it while it was uh, something you had to pay for. So uh, go ahead, and uh, if you're getting in here from somebody else's channel, please feel free to watch this stream uh, in its entirety. I'm going to be wrapping it up. We're not going to be doing any calls tonight, uh, but as soon as 2,000 Mules is available for free to the public, then we're going to go ahead and watch it here on the channel. And like I said yesterday, Dinesh D'Souza is going to be here, uh, and we're going to be doing an interview uh, very shortly and probably within a week. So uh, other than that, uh, that will be it for this evening. Thank you for being here. Uh, I'm going to be taking the day off tomorrow because it's Sunday. Appreciate you guys, and uh, I will see you on Monday. Good luck, and God bless.
Hey, I forgot to say happy Mother's Day to all of the Patriot mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day, especially to my amazing Real Red Pill 78 mom. Thank you, mom, for everything. Happy Mother's Day, guys.